Mueller and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Okay, you know what time it is, baby. It's 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That can only mean one thing. The next two hours is going to be Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler taking you inside the electric factory right here on Steeler Nation Radio. Shout out to them for giving us this opportunity to... You know, invade the airwaves, baby. Absolutely, absolutely. So, as we always do when we're doing these shows, man, we keep it super interactive. So, with that being said, man, the Twitter.com is open and available to you. Hit us up at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. And that'll be the best way to stay involved and interactive with said show. But my good-haired colleague, you know, or you could be the decade of... NFL experience, Kyle. You just never know which one it is. You know, you just gotta find out. Stay tuned for the show. Yeah, take your best guess. <laughs> you know, what make saying? your most educated guess. <laughs> Don't use Google. Yeah, know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. But with that being said, man, how we living today, partner? What's the word, man? I see you got your Grateful Dead T-shirt on, looking real festive. I started to do some funny, uh, you know, vitamins and, and, and minerals on the way up when you had the shirt on. I didn't know if that was the vibe today. You're always you're always out of control. I mean, you know that you're just always out of control, Arthur Motes. I'm marvelous, darling, just bloody marvelous. Um, it's a Thursday. You know what? I think we should. I didn't put this in the tweet, but I think we probably should tell the people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last show of the week. Oh, so this is the penultimate show to the game. All right, Motsi is jetting off to uh, California. He's going going back back to Cali. Cali. I'm leaving. On a jet play, don't, don't know, know if I'll be back, back again. Leave it. <laughs> but he better come back next week. Ooh, if I ain't back Monday morning, wifey going to be looking for me, and I don't want her looking for me. So I'm going to make sure that I am home on time, on schedule. I can assure you. <laughs> so Motes is taking off tomorrow morning cross country for the game in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm taking advantage and taking the day as well, too. So no show tomorrow. So we're going to fit it all in today. Yes, we will have the Here We Go song before we get out of here. Holla at you, boy. Let's go. Last night, Arthur Motes, I was sitting there. I was thinking, you know what? We got to sing the song. No excuses. We got to sing the song. We'll just do it on Thursday. We, yeah. You know, we move Professor Motes Monday. We move Five Star Friday. When we have to. Why not move the Here We Go song? We'll do it today sometime after 1 o'clock. That, that's what I'm hoping because, you know, we always jam-packed. We got three thing Thursday. We got to talk what we like, what we don't like about this Chargers team. Exactly. We also got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brian Batco joining us in segment number two. Wah, 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 wah. You know, he's going to have some stuff to get off his chest. We got to ask him about this injury report as well, man, and what's going on with guys like T.J. Watt. Chase Claypool, Kevin Dotson, Trey Turner. I mean, we got a lot of questions to ask the Batman, so he's going to be on his A game. Mm-hmm. And if you're new, you know we're going to hit the dot com, man, because it's interactive. This is what we do, you know? So with that being said, man, let's start with the three things, man, because it's three thing Thursday, and y'all know how we get I am it ready. in, baby. I am pumped up. This is like my – we've had a lot of benchmarks on this show for mm-hmm, a while that mm-hmm. I really enjoy doing, but I love this. Three things Thursday. It's a great way to start – scouting the upcoming opponent. Me too, man. I'm just glad anytime I'm able to feel like I'm a part of it. I'm a part of the show. I'm not just dead weight. Oh, you, you know? are you are the you show. Know? I just don't want to be dead weight. So, 
with that being said, though, Mr. Wesley Euler, man, let's start on a more optimistic approach, you know? Let's do it. Three things we don't like about the Chargers. Bang, bang. Wah, wah. Chief keeps that. <laughs> Who's going first? We're going don't like first. I like it because, you know, I'm just such a negative Nancy all the time that mm-hmm, that's where mm-hmm. I like to live and thrive. You want me to go first? You going first? I love when you go first, actually. You know, I'm a man of the people. All right, let's do it. Number one, this one didn't take long to figure out. And when you look at the numbers, it really backs it up. The first thing about the Chargers I don't like is their run defense. Atrocious. You watch them play, Motsi. And this is one of those, you know, I love when you blend the eyeball test mm-hmm. and the the numbers, the analytics, the statistics. Yeah. You watch the Chargers play. And it doesn't look like their run defense is very good. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at the numbers, it confirms that their run defense is not very good. 32 teams in the National Football League, they are dead last in run defense. Arthur Motes, they've been a weird team this year. They've looked really good at times. They've struggled at times. Uh And I think, honestly, it's not just this simple. But when, when you can't stop the run you're going to be an up-and-down team. You're going to be an inconsistent team. That is such a fundamental pillar of the game of football. I don't care if it's 1921 or if it's 2021. That is one thing that has not changed. You have to be able to stop the run. You can't let the other team control the ball, control the clock, wear your defense down, keep your offense off the field. And they are the worst at it statistically and I think when you cut on the tape and just watch with your eyeballs in the National Football League. Bang, bang. I do not like that run defense. Yeah, I, I'd have to concur with that, man. They are not smashing the run, as we like to say here in the Pittsburgh Parish. <laughs> Ain't not smashing the football. You know, they don't smash said running back. But um, it's funny you said that, man. I feel like I need to change mine because I was actually going to lead off with run defense also. Ooh, so, see, so, I got you this time. So since you went off first with run defense, yeah. I will say at times I feel like they're a little too pass heavy. I think that, you know, Justin Herbert is a really good quarterback, and I think he's showing the potential to be an elite quarterback, a guy that you can trust, a franchise-style quarterback. But I do think at times they are too reliant upon him, and that has led to some of the turnovers that he's had because I do think he forces things and tries to play a little bit of hero ball because he is extremely talented. He's going to make some throws that if you haven't watched him before, you're going to say, wow, this is crazy. And he does it every game. But then at the same time, because he's able to make those type of throws, he is a little bit more, you know, geared to taking more chances. That gunslinger mentality at times where it's all yes. fun and games until that gunslinger gets shot. And now you're like, hey, bro, chill. You ain't got to do that now. Whoa, Correct. whoa. Take care of the football. Right. So that's how I feel, you know, in terms of the first thing that I don't like since somebody took a run defense hey. already. Sheesh. Well, you know what? Since, since you kind of uh, went there and – the oh, offense yeah. Oh, department. yeah, you want to go there? You want to go there today? I'll, I'll kind of piggyback go there off of that, right? Yes. I had this as my third thing, but I'll move it up the list because I think it flows nicely off of what you just said. For a team that turns the ball over as much as they do, for a team that seemingly is dynamic on offense, mm-hmm. good young quarterback, young offensive-minded coach, Keenan Allen, some real, some real playmakers, Austin Eckler, right? Motsi, their lack of big play attempts – Jumps off the screen as well, yes, too. Yes, it does. For, for an offense that, again, turns the ball over like they do, you would think that they were taking more shots downfield, mm-hmm. getting more chunk plays, and they just aren't. Uh, less than 9% of uh, Herbert's passes go further than 20 yards. Less than 9% of his passes go further than 20 yards. And he's a guy that is capable of stretching the field. Like, he <laughs> shows it, too. That's the crazy part. If, if you are turning the ball over that much... Mm-hmm. You better at least be Brett Favre, right? Like, you better be right. completing some downfield shots as well, too, to make up for that. And they are not. Less than 9% of 
of Herbert's pass attempts go further than 20 yards downfield. When you're throwing that many interceptions, when when you're being kind of that careless seemingly with the ball, that number's got to be bigger. It ha- You have yeah. to make up with that on the back end with chunk plays or else you are just continuously shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, I would agree with that, man. Uh, the thing for me that I don't like, the next thing, bang, is bang. Uh, their pass protection. I think it has improved. Ooh. I think it's a lot better than it was a year ago. But to me, they still allow too much pressure. I think teams that you know, don't even have necessarily bona fide stud-type rushers are still able to have success interior and outside in terms of rushing that offensive line right there. And when you look at the numbers, I mean, he's been sacked, what, 16 times. That's that's a good amount of sacks at this junction in the season, especially when you're looking around at other players in this league at the quarter acquisition and how less they are getting sacked and things like that. But as a whole, man, that, that's my next thing, man. You got, got to pass protect better. And I would love it a lot more if my dog T.J. Watt was surefire, 100% ready to go. But we don't know. We're going to find those answers out when we talk to back going a little bit. But, man, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. Arthur Motes, my third and final thing that I do not like about this Chargers team. Talked about their run defense a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. How about their pass defense now? <laughs> I said that their run defense on paper and eyeball test, it struggles. You could say the same thing about their pass defense, Arthur Motes. They give up way too many big plays. They give up way too many air yards. And statistically, everything that you see backs it up. Fourth worst pass defense in the NFL, statistically. And so maybe with both of these bullet points, maybe I cheated a little bit, Motsi, mm-hmm. with my first and my third things that I don't like here about the Chargers. Uh, talk about the run defense, talk about the pass defense. Maybe I should have just said the defense in general. You know, They've got a lot of nice individuals that you and I, over the years of doing this show, we've talked about Joey Bosa. We've talked about how when Derwin James, at the beginning of this season, we talked about how a healthy Derwin James feels like it could be the real X factor, the real difference maker for the Chargers. Well, So far, halfway through the season, while those two, I think, are, are still very good football players, mm-hmm. that defense just isn't getting much done at all. It, 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 it's cost them games. And like I said, it's it's one thing where you watch a team play and you think, ah, man, you know what? They're not so great here. They're not so. It's another when you look at the numbers and they've got the worst run defense in the NFL. They've got the fourth worst pass defense statistically yeah. in the NFL. Again, from afar, literally and figuratively, right? I mean, because yeah, yeah, the Chargers play in a different division. They also play all the way across the country. This is true, man. They're a team that we just kind of get snapshots of, and I think you and I early on in the season when they were playing some national TV games and we all saw them and we thought, wow, they look really good and they've got yeah. a young coach and they've got a young quarterback and they're only going to get better. I think a big part of the reason why that hasn't happened, why they've been a roller coaster, why they've been so up and down, is that defense. It's very hard to find any stability when you can't stop the run, when you can't stop the pass, when your offense is turning the ball over like they are. As I've started to look more at this team this week, it's all started to make more sense yeah. as to why. You look at their record and you're like, wait a second, shouldn't they be better? But when you dig into it, 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 there is rhyme to that reason. I like when your reasons do happen to rhyme. Ah! See what you did there? You see this guy? He was he was born to host a radio. Come on, man. I try to do what I can every once in a while, man. I just, you know, you, I, I, I'm living through you. I look at you and I say, you're my inspiration. I'm going to be like you one day when I grow up. <laughs> but uh, for me, man, the last thing that I'll say um, in terms of what I don't like is I, I don't think they create a ton of splash defensively in terms of the turnovers that I would like to see. Now, not saying that they're not capable of because they are a guy like, I mean, you look at Derwin James, he is responsible for a good amount of their turnovers in terms of, I think he has one pick, three forced fumbles. Yes. 
but as a whole, they don't generate a ton of interceptions. I think on the season they might have three. Or no, they're at six on the season right now. Six, okay. So it's like obviously, obviously that's a good one, but it's not astronomical. And I think similar to our defense, if you create a little bit more turnovers, they would be viewed, I think, better. But I do think they're staying on the field for too long, and part of that is because of what the offense is doing. But as a whole, I just feel like they're not doing enough to steal possessions away to get those type of splash plays and stuff like that. So yeah, that's my that's my last thing for those folks over there. Yeah, because what five? I think was it five fumble recoveries, six picks. So yeah, that's what it was. So can, can I be mm-hmm. honest with you with this yeah. with this three things Thursday? Mm-hmm. When I started doing this, putting this together last night and this morning, yeah. When I sat down, I thought it just running through things in my mind right before mm-hmm. I really looked at it, just like all right, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking that. I thought it would be much easier for the Chargers to come up with the three things that I liked as opposed to the dislikes. Yeah, I thought the likes would be really easy and the dislikes would be more difficult. Mm-hmm. Completely wrong. Opposite. It was the complete opposite, opposite. of that. Yep. I actually struggled to find the things that I like yep. where when I really started to look into it, the don't likes were very easy to find, mm-hmm. which, which again, surprised me. And maybe this is all just because literally and figuratively they're far away from here um, and we just don't really keep an eye on them like we do some of the other teams around the conference. So now it's time to transition. So now it's time to go to the part that, that we like. We actually like. And, and, and on the Twitter.com, let us know the three things that you guys like as well and dislike about this Chargers team, man. Absolutely. Right on the Twitter.com. Three things that you like about them, three things that you don't like about them. And, you know, Sensei tweeted us, and he said that my da body is really starting to get some nice gravitas to it. I, I think it is, man. Like, you, you sounded official. Like, listen, it's, I mean— I mean, when you said fourth, it, I looked up. I was like, "What was that mean?" It's our fourth season yeah. of doing these shows together. I, I better be polishing the craft. That's over all here. I'm saying, man. Come on now, Arthur Motes. First point that I have here. First thing that I like about the Chargers, I'm going to say, is their commitment to the run game. Mm-hmm. And here's what I mean by that: only four teams in the NFL average less run yards per game than the Chargers, yeah. and it's a list of. Not very good teams, most mm-hmm. of them, right? The Texans are on that list. The Jaguars are on that list. There are a lot of teams that you don't want to be in similar categories. Yes. yes, associated with, exactly. But here's the thing. Even despite that, even though they're, they're, they're fifth from the bottom in terms of rush yards in the NFL, yard, mm-hmm. rush yards per game, Motsi, they still rank almost dead last. They still rank at the bottom of the barrel, too, in terms of shotgun usage on first and second down. Hmm. So what does that tell me? That tells me that even though they're not very successful at running the football, they still have the commitment to it. They still ask Herbert to line up under center more often than not on first and second down to run the ball under center early on, you know, in the drive, in the, what am I looking for? The the set of, of plays, if you will, there, right? As opposed to okay, hey, we don't run the football very well. We're just going to go in shotgun, and we're going to run everything out of there. Uh-uh. Uh, they have remained committed to running the football, and, and that, to me, I, I think is important. I, I, I do. I, I think especially for a, a, a young quarterback like Herbert, who we all agree is talented, mm-hmm. but but is, is, is obviously young, only his second year in the league. Even when it's not working, they still commit to, to establishing the run, making you respect the run, and, and I do like that. I, I, I laud that. I do. I like that. All right, all right, all right. You like that one? I went a little off the grid there. Hey, man, I like when you give me something special like that. All right. So for me, man, this is a simple one. <clears throat> he is healthy. He is available. And he is balling out like I know he always could be. He goes by the name of Derwin James. Yep. yep. Yeah. I start my list with Mr. Derwin James. Yep. 
because I feel like when Derwin James is healthy, like he is this season, he is the best safety in football. And I know we have Mika Fitzpatrick, and I love what Mika Fitzpatrick has been doing. But to me, it's just different when you're talking about what Derwin James is capable of. Uh Um, Physicality, surefire tackler, creates splash plays, um, turns of forced fumbles, interceptions, uh, can match it with pretty much anybody that you want to match him up with. And he has great size as well, man. Um, Like I said, for me, man, I've been a fan of his since he came into this league. Has an all-pro under his belt already. He just had the the two seasons back-to-back unfortunate injuries, you know, that cost him. But he's back looking healthy and playing at an extremely high level again. I mean, just – and I don't even like reading off a ton of stats, but just this stat line at this point in the season, nine games in, 80 tackles. Okay? Wait a second. Really? Think about it. Mika's at what sixty four right now. He's, I knew he had a lot. And Mika is leading our team in tackles. 64. Think about that. He's he's like ten. You see or, what I'm saying? He's like ten behind Roquan Smith. Dude, eighty <laughs> tackles at the safety position. That's and nuts. And he doesn't just play free. He will walk into the box, so he's involved. He's down there. At Edmonds time, had what like one ten a couple years ago, yeah, and we dude. talked about how impressive like, that was. That is a ton. He's at eighty already, and not, no, nine games in, bro. One hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty tackles. Nuts. That's nuts. That's wild. One and a half sacks. Three tackles for loss, three pass deflections, an interception. Then he got three forced fumbles on top of that. Like, when I tell you this dude, I mean, he is one of those guys where you don't have to even know what's going on. You cut the tape on and he flashes. That's what he's been doing this season, man. So, for me, he's the first thing I like about that Chargers um, um, team. Yeah, you and I were OG Derwin James fans. Uh for the coach. Where where we legitimately, I think what it would have been two years ago, mm-hmm. when you and I did our season ending awards, mm-hmm. I think we both had Derwin like I think we yep. both said Aaron Donald is your defensive player of the year, but I think we were both like, man, Derwin James for a yes. rookie was right there neck and neck. Like insane. Watch man. this guy. And and he's obviously had some injury concerns and 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 a lot of things that have set him back in that regard. I mean, but. literally he had one injury during training camp that cost him the season, then the other one was like opening game cost him the season. It was just nuts. Correct. Arthur Motes, the second thing that I love, no, that I don't love, that I like about the Chargers, because if we were listening to things that I loved about the Chargers, it would be like, one, their uniforms, two, Two their other uniforms. And I like their weather. Three, their other, other uniforms. Love the stadium. Stadium is immaculate. You you got to be excited to see that uh, up up in person, right? I am. I am. Uh, Anytime I don't have to worry about the elements. But the second thing, yeah, you ain't lying. I'm not an element, especially guy. in late November. That's, I was about to say, that's I, I, always a welcome develop. I feel like I've I've learned a lot about myself this year, in these you know previous retired years of how much of a fan I am. Because when it started getting nasty, I'm like, bro. Every say, year that I get older, every, <laughs> every year that I get older, I dislike the four seasons more. I'm like, more. Uh, see, I love the four seasons. I just don't want to sit out for. Couple well, hours in the four seasons. I think that's different for me. Like and commute to work. Yeah, and, like like I I enjoy rainy days. I, I've always told you that though. Yeah, like yeah. I enjoy when it's raining. You I enjoy when it's storming. I enjoy right. all of it, man. I, I'm, why sugarcoat it? Yeah. For a kid who grew up skiing all the time and playing hockey, and mm-hmm. hockey is my favorite sport. As much as I love football, hockey is my favorite sport. I still play once a week. Pond hockey is my favorite thing in the world, yeah. other than you know like my friends and my family and the stuff that actually matters. Dude, I'm good without the cold. Like I, I'm going soft in my 30s. I really am. Yeah, hey, man, because I'm I'm a big hoodie guy. Like my Scullies, I, I like all that. Dude, so, so uh, I know we knock wood if you don't talk baseball. Come on, we don't talk no baseball. You know Noah Snydergaard, Thor, the pitcher yes, for the Mets. Yes. He just signed that big deal mm-hmm. with the Angels. It's going to pay him 21 million dollars. Yeah. Nice chunk of change. 
Moats, you could pay me $21 million to move to Southern California. Yeah, I'll sign up for that. I mean, I love Pittsburgh. It's my hometown. I don't know if in theory I'd like to raise my daughter in L.A. Seems like not the best place to raise a daughter, but you know what? For $21 million, we'll make it work. I'll send her to a nice private school. (laughs) See, that's my only thing, man. (laughs) Having first-hand information on Cali. That's gonna cost you. That twenty one ain't gonna feel like twenty one out there. Yeah, right. I, 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 that's my only thing. Feel like two million. Yeah, because I'll be over here like, oh yeah, we got paper. Yeah, we got East Coast paper. We ain't trying to go to Cali. Oh. <laughs> Cali, be looking at it and like, oh, we a little light. <laughs> we a little light. So most what you're saying is right. Uh, the value of the dollar, it's not as consistent on no, the West Coast. No, 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 no. It's, it's like it's like Canadian money versus American money. Ah, this is, this, where, where are we located? It hit a little different, baby. <laughs> One thing that's consistent on the West Coast, on the East Coast. In central time zone, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Wherever he goes is Keenan Allen. Ooh. You like what I did there? And I that's, like him. Uh, yeah. that's, that's my second thing that I like about this Chargers team. Motsi, how good he's been, how consistent he's been, how excellent he's been over the yeah. last five years is is really remarkable. Um, he's missed just two of the last possible 71 games that the Chargers have played. Mm-hmm. So it's that old you know adage of the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. Um, over that time, he's... Caught almost uh, 470 passes for nearly 5,500 yards. Sheesh. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. He's averaging 79 yards per game over the last five years in receiving. Mm. So so almost 80 yards per game over over the last five years. Um, he's so good. He's such a matchup problem. They line him up everywhere. He's got such a unique skill set. When we talk about the best wide receivers in the NFL, Arthur Motes. Yeah. A, a, a lot of the names that have, that have been talked about for years are still there. There's mm-hmm. some younger names now getting into the conversation. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, yeah. right? Buddy, I think one guy that always gets overlooked in that is Keenan Allen. For five years, he's mm-hmm. been so consistent. He's been so good. Uh, he is the second thing that I really like about the Chargers. Yeah, highly underrated, man. That's crazy. For a guy as good as him, he is super underrated, man. But for me, I got to go with the guy that's getting him the ball. Justin Herbert. Hey, young star. Hey. Now, obviously, you know, he's been going through his uh, little inconsistency this season, man. Some bumps and bruises he and has. stuff like that. Yep. But um, as a whole, man, he's, he's one of those quarterbacks. Uh, he's a select few, right? We talk about guys that we view as franchise caliber guys. And if we were to truly sit here and make a list, it would probably be about 10, 15 guys tops on that list. But to me, Justin is right on the fringe of showing that he can be that type of guy. Now, obviously, he has success as a rookie, but in this league, you got to be doing, you got to be able to do it multiple times and for seasons, and also, you know, and got to have it moments, big games, get your Absolutely. team to the postseason. So this is his chance. He's doing his audition, but for me, man, I think he's a guy that number one can make every single throw. I love his accuracy, love his arm strength, and sneaky mobility. I mean, we look at him as you know, he's a big guy in terms of what six six about two forty. But he runs well. Slides a little awkward, but he runs well. So for me, man, when I see him, I just think of, you know, just how many things that he can do to beat a defense, how many hmm. things he can do to just put you in a bind. And he's super confident. That's the other part, right? One of the things we get on Mason about at times in the past is that even though we think he has talent, he lacks confidence. He doesn't look like he believes it. He doesn't look like, you know, he thinks he can get the job done, which in turn, the guys That's that are in the huddle the with him are going to look at him and the question it as well. But you watch Justin, he always looks like he's mm-hmm. in it. He always looks like he believes. So for me, man, I got to go with Justin Herbert as the second thing that I like about those Chargers. No, I agree with you, and I think that confidence is important. It's it's the old adage of, like, having a short memory, right? You mm-hmm. throw an interception, all right, you got to go back out there. You got to 
make more throw. I mean, it's I just because otherwise you take it with you, and one pick becomes two and, picks, and et cetera, and et cetera. And and I think you see that with a lot of young quarterbacks in the NFL. You certainly see that with a lot of quarterbacks in the college rankings, mm-hmm. where it's just like a bad series, and they go into a shell, and they're done. I, I think the best quarterbacks are the ones that they can have a bad series, they come back out, and they're also more, they're almost more arrogant than they were on the prior yeah. series, right? They're like, all right, well, I made a mistake last time. Here I come to go make up for it now. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to have that. That swagger, you got to have that confidence, and I agree with you. Uh, young Justin certainly appears to have that, along with some nice hair himself, if I do say so. I would agree. He definitely has some locks flowing. Uh, he's still young, though, all right? Come see me when you're 30, cousin, and we'll, and we'll see if it still looks as good. Mozi, last <laughs> like that I got here for the Chargers. Uh-huh. Uh, their tight end usage. The mm. amount the amount of 12 personnel that they play. So which are is, you saying that you, for your uh, – for your uh, show me the money, you're putting big money on Jared Cook. Is that what you're telling me? Well, is that me, is that what? You, let me explain. Is that where we're going with this thing? Uh, they run high twelve personnel, uh-huh. a lot of twelve personnel, which means two tight ends and one running back. For those that are, you know, I'm using a kind of a football mm-hmm. geek term. Although twelve personnel, I feel like has crept into the vernacular of of, of the, the common fan, the average fan. Twelve personnel, one running back, two tight ends. Motsi, they like to use their tight ends. They use them effectively, and they have a balanced attack. Like last week, right, um, against the Vikings, the Chargers played last week. Jared Cook, 34 snaps. Donald Parnum, 27 snaps. Mm-hmm. Trey McKitty, 19 snaps. Mm. So Jared Cook clearly is the guy, but they use all three of those. They use them differently. They play a lot of 12 personnel, but they don't have those guys pass block as much as you think they yeah. would for 12 personnel. I like how they get creative with the tight ends. I think it's very much so. I think there's two cheat codes for NFL teams in 2021. The first is to have a quarterback on a rookie contract. We've mm-hmm. talked about that before. Uh, look at the team that the Chiefs were able to build around Patrick Mahomes for the last three seasons. The list goes on and on. When you have a quarterback who's a rookie who can contribute right away, that's a cheat code. It's like we've talked about with Baker Mayfield. Let's see how good he really looks, right, when they have to pay some of these other guys. Maybe they pay him, and you can't afford to have a great roster around him. The other cheat code in the NFL to me now is, is to have two or three tight ends that are really dynamic. Mm. So hard to prepare against, so hard for for matchups. You can get some real matchup nightmares in there. I think the Chargers have that capability with these three. They're balanced. They use them a lot in 12 personnel, um, but not just to block, to, to attack as well, too. And that is one of those football geek things. Um, that I really like from Brandon Staley. You know, he's one of those forward-thinking, think he Sean McVay, think is. Kyle Shanahan. Yes. And, you know, while those guys have – they've been there. They've never won a Super Bowl between mm-hmm. that crew. They've been there twice. They've never won one. I believe in that is kind of the forward-thinking way of NFL offenses. I, I really like the tight end usage from the Chargers. No, I like that right there. That's all, that was a little off the beaten path right Ooh. there, too. Man, I see he was over there cooking up. Let's go. All right, well, I'll get this last one in before we have to go to break because we know we got ah, Brian Backo on the other side. But uh, for me, man, the last thing that I uh, like about them is their mentality. Um, they've been in some close games. They've had some adversity. But to me, I always feel like they're in the fight. I never feel like they quit. And a lot of that does go back to Justin Herbert. Some of the things I was complimenting him on, the def- I mean, not just the defense, but that team in general feeds off of him. They believe him. You watch him on tape against that Vikings team, and it's like, man, they could have easily given it. They could have easily quit, but it's like even at the end, they're still fighting, still cr- uh, scratching, clawing. Yes. To use a Dan Campbell, are they biting said kneecaps oh, no. off? Oh, Lord, who would who would go there? But as a whole, though, man, 
I just think that they're a relentless group. So even if you do get up big, they're not going away. Even if you are running the ball on them and having success, they are always going to feel like they have a chance, and that's because of Justin. So I love their mentality as a whole, man. Absolutely agree with that, partner. They again, like it. They play every game. Like they're mm-hmm. favorited and like they think they're going to win. And no, it's, absolutely, man. It's it's cost them at times this season, but that's you know they're they're a young team still, first time head coach, young head coach, still kind of trying to cut their teeth and figure this thing out. Yeah, one hundred percent. But with that being said, man, it is time to go to break, pay some bills, and when we come back, we will be joined by Brian Batco oh, of yeah. the Post Gazette. So you already know what it is, man. It's Moats and Euler on SNR. Hello, everybody. It's Craig Wolfley for Clearview Federal Credit Union. 